0: This is Alex. I'm from Boston. Hello, this is Jackie. And I'm from Houston. Hey, this is Rahul from Stanford. And we are the Premier Chels. Welcome back to the Premier Chels, Rahul. It's going to be an interesting one, my friend, because you have been flying cross-country on red eyes following the Chelsea women on tour how's it been my friend
1: it has been good it was a a good week uh, out in Portland following the women's team like you said Uh, and yes there was a couple of long flights uh, delays along the way and uh, traveling overnight but it was all worth it because I got to watch the women's squad and and Emma Hayes for the first time in person so uh, definitely enjoyed being out there and meeting some of the people.
0: No, it definitely sounds like an incredible experience. Portland, I think a city that was also on your little bucket list to check off to visit. And what better way to do that than with the women's team getting to spend time and watch them. You went for the International Champions Cup, if I'm not, International Champions Cup for the women's side. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Of course, it's all part of preseason and fun and all that good stuff. But uh, who, who was in the squad? Who were the teams there? Who were they playing? What was going on? Yeah, so it's the way the ICC
1: or International Champions Cup, like you said, set it up is this is the second year they were doing it. And it's sort of like a Club World Cup Mm -hmm. uh, because that doesn't exist for the women's side yet. Uh, And so it was the Champions of Europe in Lyon who won the Champions League. It was the Champions of England in Chelsea. Uh, It was the Champions of the NWSL here in the US, which was Portland, uh, and there was the champions of Mexico, who was mm. the uh Monterey team, and they were recently just founded in 2017. So quite uh quite exciting for them to be involved in this and play the likes of uh Portland and and obviously they didn't play Chelsea, but Leon in the final. So uh four teams, two games each for each team, uh semifinal
0: of a sorts, and then you either play the final or the third or fourth place uh game. Yeah, so I mean typical format you go when you go for these kind of tournaments and kind of lovely that they're starting to set these things up and make it more accessible I guess is the best word to other people who are interested in following the Chelsea women and don't similar to the men's side Rahul like we don't get an opportunity to go out there and watch them it makes it more accessible to our US based fans which is absolutely lovely and I'm sure getting to see Leon who are one of the best teams out there as well which we did get to play and we'll get to that in a few minutes but sounds like a great opportunity overall yeah, it definitely was. And and like you said, Portland uh, was on my list to visit, but this was a great
1: way to do it because I could watch a couple of games, be a tourist for a few days. Uh, and you may ask why Portland, mm-hmm. uh, if you're, you're listening or even, uh, you know, followed the tournament. So Portland is home to the Portland Thorns, which is the uh, women's team uh, for that city. And they play in the NWSL and they are one of the more successful clubs uh, in in the history of the tournament and actually the history of women's football in, in this country, uh, as they're the only club to win the league championship, the Shield, uh, the Fall Series and the Challenge Cup, and the WICC last year in the inaugural season. So uh, they have an impressive list of trophies that they've won. Uh, and so they are the host for the tournament. It may change next year. Uh, we don't know. But uh, definitely a good spot to visit. It was hot the first few days, almost <laughs> 40 degrees Celsius, 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, so that added to the experience, but uh, definitely an enjoyable tournament. And Leon, as we know now, win it uh, f- uh, overall. But uh, I think fitness, like we said, for the men's mm-hmm. side was the main goal and seeing some of the players come out,
0: make their debuts for Chelsea uh, and some of the other teams was was very nice. Yeah, so let's crack into the game. Obviously, only two games to play, but it's kind of that knockout format or whatever you want to call it, tournament format. And we obviously draw Leon first and no disrespect in playing a huge team. Again, I think other than it being preseason, it's also kind of a really lovely fixture to have two big teams play each other. And what was your experience like watching the Leon game? And then maybe walk us through the result a little bit. We were able to follow on Instagram, but it's kind of nice to hear your views as well.
1: Yeah, so I, I mean I've seen Leon play a little bit. We played them. Chelsea played them back in 2019, uh, but I obviously followed Chelsea a little more closely. So it was, it was good seeing the Leon team actually stayed at the same hotel as them. Uh, So ran into a couple of players. I I, honestly did not bother them, did not uh, (laughs) try to trip them or anything as some of the fans. Your French wasn't too strong. then. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no, they, they were all nice. You know, whoever was approaching them for pictures, they were, they were giving those and, Um, just seemed like a squad that had been together and, and, you know, know each other pretty well. Uh, But yeah, coming to the game, I was expecting a tough game because Leon, like you said, like we said are champions of Europe. They have a huge history in Europe uh, on the women's side and obviously the men's side. Uh, So I was expecting a tough game and it was a good start from Chelsea. You know, Emma Hayes gave a debut to Buchanan uh, who has come in from uh, Leon, I believe actually. So it was good to see her. Uh Maren Mielda back from a long-term injury on the right. Uh Erickson who had just come back from the Euros. Uh Liam Charles who played on the left who has also signed a new contract. So congratulations to her. Lauren James may ring a bell. We did it we did a an episode on her a few uh months ago. Jesse Fleming, uh right-hand and Cuthbert in midfield and Sam Kerr and Harder uh, as the front two, but it was kind of fluid and and they did rotate and Cuthbert was a little more central. So um some household names at least on the Chelsea side. Mm-hmm. And uh we started off well. You so I'm sure you've seen yep. the the goal from Sam Kerr where she chips the goalie and that's what Sam Kerr does, man. It's yeah. it's it's fulfilling to watch a striker because, you know, we we watched the men's game and we know our struggles there to get gold. Samker out of nothing just puts us 1-0 up. But it wasn't undeserved. We were the better side. We did control the game. Uh, we almost looked like we had been in preseason for longer, which was not the case. Uh, and so overall, not just the first goal, but even when we scored the second goal from Lauren James, at least for the first 65, 70 minutes, Chelsea were by far the mm-hmm. better team. And you almost felt like they were going to see it out. But then again, Leon are Leon. And you know, uh, you give them one opportunity, which was a free kick. And Lindsay Oren, uh, who's a hometown hero, used to play for the Portland Thorns, moved to Leon, comes back as a Champions League winner and buries a beautiful free kick to make it 2-1. And all of a sudden, in a matter of like minutes, you could see the belief shift. You could see Leon first to the loose balls. Uh Chelsea almost a little bit tired in a sense, even though yeah. Emma Hayes had made eight changes. And that obviously added to the fact that Leon were uh you know dominating and they do find the equalizer and it ends 2-2. Just like in Charlotte, where we watched uh the men's team that goes to penalties, and you know what happens when Chelsea go to penalties. <laughs>
0: And look, ultimately, I think just like with the men's preseason, similar to the women's preseason, the result is not what we necessarily care about. It's more about the performance. And a performance was there. A performance was given. Sometimes you lose on penalties. It happens. It is what it is. But we showed up. We decided to entertain. We decided to work hard. We got a couple of goals. And Lauren James, who we've talked about a few times, for those who may have not heard the name, Reese James' sister, also plays for the Chelsea women's side. And she's younger, 21, 22 years old, trying to break into that striking position. So good to see her get onto the score sheet as well and add on to it. But after the game finishes, good vibes around. I think you went in for a media interview. You got to get a chance to interview with Magda. I did, yes. I was. Um,
1: and I got to give credit to the Chelsea uh, media communications team. Um, you know, they did ask who who I'd like, and um I was obviously asking for Sam Kerr first, uh, <laughs> but she was not available for media duty, so Magda stepped up and and honestly, great chatting with her uh, i'll we'll play the interview right now and then we can discuss and and talk about some of the things she said. All right. welcome to the u s a and welcome to the Premier Charles. What do you make of that game uh,
2: yeah I'm, I think there's lots of positives to take from that game. I think we had a Overall, a really good, strong performance. Uh, I felt like we were dominant throughout most parts of the game. Uh, Disappointed that we couldn't see the game out, we couldn't get the win, but uh, we got to look on the positives, and and I think there's lots to take from this game.
1: Absolutely. What do you make of the crowd and being in the USA?
2: Fantastic atmosphere here. I really enjoyed playing here in Portland. Really enjoyed all the fans, and uh, it was a great game, and of course... If we got the win, it would have been perfect, but other than that, the crowd were, were amazing.
1: Absolutely. What do you make for the season coming and any aspirations, maybe the Champions League?
2: Yeah, we're going for it this season. We're going for everything and, and we're right, because we have a, a, an amazing squad and I think we could see that today. We're playing the Champions League winners and we're actually um, keeping possession of the ball and creating the most chances throughout the game. So there's something really good happening and I'm really excited for this season. Uh, and now we just got to keep working. We got to look at the small details that didn't work today and get better.
1: Final question. What do you make of Kadisha's debut and how did you enjoy playing with her?
2: I really enjoy playing with Kish. She's very confident, very calm on the ball, very composed. So she spreads that calmness across the field, I think. Uh, and I think she blends in with the team really well. She's a really good person. So I'm really excited to see what she can do the, this season.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. So, yeah, you just listened to uh, Magda, our captain for the women's side, and you can kind of, sh- uh, you know, listen to and share that she also felt that Chelsea were the better team. Uh, it did not go the way we wanted it to go, but ultimately it's about building fitness uh, and, you know, getting to a point where we can compete with Leon later in the season. Uh, and I did ask her about the Champions League, like a, like you heard, and and she is going for it. She said, we have the squad, we have the players. So why not? We should be aiming for that and that is the aim along with all the other trophies.
0: No, look, and it's one of those that's eluded the Chelsea women's team for the last few seasons now. They've been hugely successful across the board and so you have to aim for the Champions League at this point. You have to push yourself as a professional to want to get to that Final Cup. But Other than Magda, Rahul, you got a chance. And and we saw that you asked an interesting question to Emma Hayes, but you got a chance to sit in the media booth afterwards and chit-chat and ask some questions. What was the biggest takeaway you got from Emma Hayes during that press conference?
1: Yeah, look, again, same thing. She was not disappointed by the result. Obviously, I know they would have liked to make the final, but she was not disappointed. She acknowledges the fact that we were better. Uh, Changes across the way, like we said, eight changes do disrupt the flow and the way things are done. Uh, so she realizes that, but again, it's all about fitness and giving these players a run out, giving them an experience of playing Leon, not just the first eleven, but throughout the squad. Uh, so she she was happy with the way things went, and she knows that uh, you know when it's game time in real time in the season, uh, we can't live and, and compete against these teams. Uh, one of the takeaways and one of the things I asked her was she did switch to a back three. Uh, towards the end of the game, which was more to just to manage the game, unfortunately, that did not work out. Uh, but it shows you that she is able to tweak things with the players that she's got. Great squad depth, uh, you know, having the likes of Erickson, Kadisha Buchanan, uh, Millie Bright as three of your center backs is pretty good. And, one, and some might say three of the best center backs in the world. Uh, so gives you flexibility, gives you the ability to rotate and move things around. Uh, Cuthbert, Full of energy, even in preseason, picking up yellow cards and not letting players go by her. Uh, And that's what you get from her in every game. So no surprises there. Uh, The final thing I did ask her was we've seen new signings come in. I've been talking about Khadisha Buchanan, but uh, there's Eve Parasit, who also played, uh, Swetkova, who also played, and Joanna Riding Kinneard. Uh, I think you also, did all right there. <laughs> thank you. Uh, also played. So we got to see more than just, you know, one player or new signing come in. So I was like, well, you know, we've been, we've seen new signings come in. Is there potential for more? Uh, and she said, all I'll say is we're not done yet. So, right.
0: Powerful words from the boss there. And Rahul, I think this is where we had talked about earlier on this season is if the new ownership would support women's team as much as the Abramovich era. And it sounds like with the names you've mentioned, who, by the way, you threw Buchanan in as one of the top center backs, it definitely means that the ownership will be supporting and continuing to support the women's endeavors and pushing on from there. But uh, it sounds like it was an awesome first opening and a good way to go through. Obviously, it means that we don't go through to the quote-unquote finals of the game, but that's okay. It's, again, preseason and we're going to get, play Portland Timbers three or four days later, right? Yep. Portland Thorns also Thorns. drew the game yep.
1: against uh, Monterey. And so they lost on penalties, which meant uh, they
0: as the home team would be in the third, fourth place playoff against Chelsea. Yep. And so how did that ga- game go and how how did it play out in the first few minutes there? Again, Chelsea
1: were the better side, started off well. Uh, the early goal didn't come in this case and and Emma Hayes, like you may have seen on our Instagram by now, was a little animated in certain <laughs> points, uh, which points to her mentality, right? It's preseason and no in the press conference she said it's all about building fitness, but she does not want to lose a second game and she doesn't want to go home as the fourth place team. Uh, and that's what flowed through the the squad, I think. Um Fitness wise, you saw that there were less changes, which means between the game on uh, in, uh, on Wednesday against Leon and Saturday against Portland, a lot of training had gone in, a lot of work had been done to get them up to speed to be able to play more than 60, 70 minutes. Uh, and Chelsea did eventually score from Gura right hand. There was beautiful build-up play between Sam Kerr and Pernilla Arder, uh, which led to a loose ball or maybe an assist from Arder falling to right hand, and she finished it brilliantly in the in the top corner. Uh, and it ended one 0 Portland did push forward a little bit towards the end, uh, but Chelsea held on. And Kadisha Buchanan, if I haven't said that enough, is an awesome signing. She's where's the number twenty six? And I don't want to make comparisons <laughs> to to former twenty six players in ch- at Chelsea, uh, but you get the feeling that she's willing to put her body on the line and she's willing to make challenges that maybe some defenders may not. And that's the difference between being world class and and not. Uh, and so I think we're lucky to have her. And the other signings, again, looked good. But I think Buchanan stood out for me.
0: Yeah, and it's the difference between getting to that final stages of the Champions League, which is what they're pushing for as well. So absolutely exciting times. But I think something even more exciting happens after the game. You've been trying for the last couple of times to get this interview with Sam Kerr. Tell me how it went down. Was it a fun interview? You got to spend time with her and get to know her a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So again, I went up
1: asking for an interview was asked who I want. I said Samker and and the uh the me- media person said I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so she she again was kind enough and Samker this time was on media duty and did stop by. Uh but before that I have to say Jackie, she spent 30 minutes, even maybe a little bit more interacting with fans, signing uh you know shirts and flags and taking selfies. Uh, speaking with Sophia Smith from the Portland Thorns, who she's friends with, exchanging jerseys, doing some uh, social media work for Chelsea and and the Portland Thorns. So um, it was worth the wait when she did show up. She showed up in the Portland Thorns shirt, uh, but it was Sam Kerr in flesh and right in front of me. Uh, So we'll play her interview right now. Sam, welcome to the USA. Welcome back to the USA. How does it feel?
3: Yeah, it feels good. I mean, I love the USA. I love the end of I love all the fans. Um, I have very fond memories of this league, so it's nice to be back in this beautiful stadium and playing in front of fans that now support me because when I've been here, they used to hate when I played against them.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Your thoughts on on this tournament, kind of like a Club World Cup in a sort? Your thoughts on that?
3: Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I think... um, What's that? <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I think it's great to see, you know, the different countries playing against each other. I loved playing against Lyon. I loved playing against Portland. Um, and selfishly, I was really happy that Portland lost because I really wanted to play them. Um, but I think it just shows how far women's football come and um, how many great leagues there are around the world. I'm sure
1: you wanted to score against them too.
3: Uh, I love scoring against the Thorns. But, no, uh, I mean, the, the crowd has welcomed the team and myself. Um so amazingly and it's been so great to be back and like I said it's nice that they're cheering for me this time rather than on the other team
1: Your thoughts on the Ballon d'Or nomination I mean that's
4: huge
3: Yeah I mean of course it's an amazing list to be part, a part of you see the other names and you kind of just pinch yourself but I'm not getting caught up on it um, I'm very grateful to be up there but um, just taking in my shot and keep pushing
1: Final question aspirations for the season Champions League
3: Yeah of course I would love to we've won the league the last three years so the next one is the next uh, one is the Champions League, but, um, you know, two games today. We're not getting to – uh, this week, we're not getting too ahead of ourselves. There's still a lot of work to do, and there's a lot of teams that would like to win
1: it too, so. Definitely. Good luck for the season, Can I- And that was Sam Kerr, guys. You heard her. She was excited to be back uh, in the States representing Chelsea, playing in Portland, where she's finally being cheered instead of being booed from her time uh, in Chicago. <laughs> She did want to get that goal and, and, you know, just rub it in a little bit more into the Portland uh, fans. But all in all, I think she's happy with the way things went. Again, she also stressed that, you know, Champions League is something that the club is going for. Uh, And of course, she's honored to be on the Ballon d'Or list, but ultimately is more proud of the team's achievements. So um, just interacting with her, interacting with Magda and seeing some of the other players, you can see a good friendship, a sense of belonging together, even with the new signings. I got an interview with Kadisha, which we'll play. Uh, But ultimately, it seems like everyone's headed in the same direction, which is we want to win everything that's available to us this season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing I got out of that Sam Kerr interview is she kind of has a relaxed personality or or a happy-go-lucky attitude where she's having the interview with you, but at the same time, she's smiling. She's kind of making eye contact with the fans. And I want to bring it back to the part where you said she spent 30 minutes spending time with the fans. And that may be talking to them, taking selfies, signing things. I think, Rahul, this is all stuff that will help build the brand and continue to build women's football overall, or women's soccer, whatever you want to call it. And It's all stuff that will add and just make sure that Chelsea can grow what they're doing here. And she being, dare I say, number one in the world or one of the best players in the world, is going to only add to that situation.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. and And for Chelsea, right, having a player – uh, that is considered one of the best in the world, if not the best. Uh, the Ballon d'Or list, being on FIFA as the first female uh, player, it all just adds to the brand, of course, for Sam Kerr, but also for Chelsea, but also for the women's, the women's sport game, in general, yeah. like you're saying. So uh, definitely a great outing for for me, but I think also for our podcast to be there and, and experience some of these things, get some of these interviews uh, and hopefully we'll make it out there to London uh, this season to watch them in person at King's Meadow, where they've sold out their season tickets. So it's not just here. It's also in England where, uh, you know, fans are growing and, and coming to see that the women's sport is growing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's nothing better you could say to that. So before we wrap up here, I know you've got a chance to sit in one more press conference with Emma Hayes. Any tasty bits coming out of that press conference there? Uh you know, again, more about the, the
1: game and her thoughts. And, of course, she was happy to get the win. Maybe not too pleased with how many goals were scored. But, again, uh, ultimately happy with the way things have gone. Uh, I did ask her, thanks to you, about her time at Chelsea, 10 years so far, and what keeps her going, what keeps the players hungry. Uh, and so we'll we'll play that now, and, and we can uh, talk about that. I wanted to ask you about 10 years at Chelsea. Congratulations. Uh how do you keep the team hungry? How do you keep them going? How do you keep yourself going? Uh, it's been every season's long, and so how do you how do you keep yourself motivated as well as the squad?
4: Uh, everybody in our environment knows that evolution is an important part of what we do. I think this year, I I don't I don't have an issue with feeling hungry to win. Neither do the players. Like that's second nature to us because of the type of people we are. I'm interested in progression tactically. I think our tactical principles are clear and I think the team are really adapting to them. I know the team are enjoying them. Um, I believe that you have to be um, flexible in structures but you have to be clear on the roles. I think we've defined them well in the pre-season I think we've got the ability to play the game that we want to in the way that we want to, probably integrating parts of our games over the years. And this year, I think, even another layer of tactical clarity that um, always excites me because they're probably the things I love the most about the job. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: So yeah, that was Emma Hayes chatting about you know her time at Chelsea. She's spoken about evolution. She's spoken about Uh, you know, just having the motivation and evolving with tactics and evolving with the times. And, and she's been here 10 years. She's won a lot of trophies and you can see that the hunger is still there
0: and she wants more and, and she'll definitely get more because that's the kind of person that she is. So look, it sounds like it was a very successful tournament overall, not just for the women, but for you personally and for the premier Charles podcast to actually make it out there and have some representation and get to mingle with these key people and Emma Hayes obviously being one of the key people out there. Uh, Anybody else you want to give a little thanks to? I'm I'm nudging here a little bit towards our partners at kickoff coffee, maybe. Yeah, no, listen, they, Melissa, Melissa Ortiz, who was
1: one of the co-founders of kickoff coffee was the uh, in stadium host for the tournament. uh, And she was definitely helpful, critical in, in, you know, getting us uh, on the ground in Portland. So definitely a huge thank you to her. Uh, and hopefully we'll bring her on onto the podcast to talk about her experience from a whole different side uh, and chat about all things, not just the tournament, but also women's soccer, because she's a huge advocate for uh, for that sport. And then the Stumptown Blues, the local chapter supporters group in in Portland, uh, hosted an event before the games and after the games and actually gave me a f- couple of free things that I'll, I'll be wearing on a regular basis. There you go. Uh, so thank you to them. And then the women's group whose flag made it all the way from England to Portland. Uh, thanks to Ray, who, uh, you know, flew all the way from from England to Portland for the game. And uh, we got to take a picture with that. Oetra again was up on on Instagram. So uh, building some connections here. Thank you for uh, the support guys. And we hopefully will be out there in London later this, this season, not here, season.
0: <laughs> yeah. And for those of you that follow us and listen, what we're doing here is building the the relationship, building the time to know the women's team, to support the women's team, grow the following of the women's team. So when you get a chance, listen to some of these interviews, understand them. Rahul has posted a lot of them on, online as well, on Instagram and YouTube. So getting to know these players and what they stand for is absolutely incredible.
1: And Jackie, like you're saying, we're going to be covering their season uh, yep. as it kicks off next month. Uh, we've got a couple of guests that we've identified that could help us. Learn more about them because they've been following the team a lot longer than you and I have. And that's the goal of this is is to educate, learn, and and share the team with others. But that wraps it up, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Please continue to subscribe, like, and follow us. It's at the Premier Chels on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and Instagram. And uh, on Twitter, it's at Premier Chels. And on YouTube, too, it's at Premier Chels. So definitely check that out. Uh, And as always, we'll be back. But until then, stay safe and up the Chels.
0: Hey guys, the Premier Chelsea is sponsored by Kickoff Coffee. They are a top quality artisanal roasted coffee. In other words, they're Champions League winner and Premier League winner every single time. They deliver fresh bags directly to your home so you don't have to go to a coffee shop and pick up something. And the best part about them is every bag gives back to soccer charities. 10% of the proceeds go to organizations that use soccer to promote youth social development in the underserved areas. Use our code TPCOFFEE15 to get 15% off your order. You can order at kickoffcoffeeco.com or check out the links on our social media. Thanks.